This is the Feminem Podcast, the official podcast of Feminem, discussing all things femme, a little bit of EM, and everything in between. I'm Jenny Beck Esme, Editor-in-Chief of Feminem. I have a quick announcement before we get to our next, and unfortunately nearly our last piece of Fix 19 content. This Friday is our next Fix It Friday. If you don't know about these yet, we started them during the height of the first wave COVID pandemic as a way to bring together the Feminem community, to discuss interesting educational content, and of course, to connect. They have been such fun that we've decided to keep them going with the aim to have them the first Friday of every month, give or take a little bit. This Friday, December 4th at 6 p.m. Eastern time, join Dr. Carol Paktang as she leads a frank discussion on depression and mental illness in clinicians. This is really a can't miss session, particularly in our difficult times. If you have joined us for previous Fix It Fridays, you can use the same Zoom link as the last time. If you're joining for the first time, please email info at for the details. Okay, on to the talk. This is from Dr. Daphne Owen. It's called Advocacy in Emergency Medicine, Impacting Change in Our Communities. Dr. Owen is an assistant professor of emergency medicine at the University of Pennsylvania. In addition, she serves as the assistant medical director of Puentes de Salud, a nonprofit clinic which provides healthcare services for uninsured immigrants in Philadelphia. In her talk, she implores us as healthcare professionals to use our power within our communities to be advocates for vulnerable populations and to make positive change for our communities. I hope you enjoy. I wanna start by asking you, why did you want to practice medicine? It was because you wanted to help people, right? You wanted to make communities healthier, or you wanted to make a difference. And as you sit here and reflect, ask yourself, how close are you to the original dream that brought you to medicine? The healthcare disparities that we see real time in the emergency department highlight growing inequities in our society and the need for us as physicians to be part of making a new and better healthcare system that better serves the needs of all people. We need you as emergency medicine to show up and be part of making a difference and making a better system for society. We have incredible power as emergency medicine to impact change in our communities. So I'm asking you today to use that power. Be an advocate for communities and for vulnerable populations. You don't have to be a hero or a savior or start a nonprofit. You just need to show up and do a little bit of the work that needs to be done. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about what I do, not because it is extraordinary, but because it is in fact very ordinary. I just show up and do a little bit of the work that needs to be done. And this is a call to action for you as well to show up and be part of making a healthier society and addressing the healthcare disparities that we see. Be an advocate, whether that's through policy work or legal work or publishing or service, we have so much to give. My name is Daphne Owen and I'm a doctor for the undocumented. I got involved in this work 10 years ago. I was working as a bartender in Philadelphia and struck by the poverty and often inhumane conditions facing the immigrants that I worked alongside in restaurant kitchens. In Philadelphia, we have big problems. We have the highest rate of poverty of any of the largest cities in the United States. One in four people in Philadelphia is hungry, 
and we have an incredible problem with gun violence. And in the midst of all of that, we have a growing population of immigrants arriving in Philadelphia with very little resources, many undocumented, many without access to basic health care. And I came across Puentes de Salud, which is a really amazing organization that's doing awesome work in Philadelphia. And what's so great about what's happening there is that there was no options for these patients. And so a, a need was voiced by the community, and Puentes de Salud developed in response to that voice need. Puentes provides healthcare, but also, more importantly, I think, provides programs that target the social determinants of health and socioeconomic mobility in this community. When I first got involved 10 years ago, I wasn't even in med school yet, so my job was to check patients in at the front desk. And I started doing homework with some of the kids in the waiting room. We built a small after-school program around that. Now, 10 years later, I've finished medical school and emergency medicine residency, and I get to be a volunteer doctor and take care of patients, all of whom are undocumented, and most of whom have nowhere else to turn. And we've really been able to do great work in the community. Um, we offer basic preventative care. We offer urgent care. We offer social workers, legal consults, dental care. We offer art classes and yoga classes. And we've been able to do this because people like you showed up, professionals, doctors, nurses, showed up and volunteered time and resources to do a little bit of the work that needed to be done. And in the last 10 years, I've had the privilege of taking care of hundreds of patients with simple things like diabetes management, hypertension management, and more complex things like cancer care and emergency surgical needs for undocumented patients. And we've really been able to improve and expand our impact. When I first got involved 10 years ago, we only saw a handful of patients each week. And now, in 2019, we'll see more than 9,000 patients this year. And we'll provide more than 7,000 one-on-one tutoring sessions with kids in the community. And again, this work is done, a lot of it, by primary care and family medicine, but emergency medicine doctors are involved in this. We need to be part of the solution. And this, I know you guys are all busy. We're all busy. I'm busy. But this has been the guiding light in my journey through healthcare. I tried to drop out of medical school. I tried to quit residency, um, but this served as a constant reminder as to why it was all worth it, why I was going through the training and the difficulties, because this is the place where I get to be the kind of doctor that I always dreamed of being. This is the place where I get to build and create and collaborate on a new and better healthcare model for patients and communities that are vulnerable. This is a place where my patients hug me when I come and I go. And I think that we as emergency medicine, I'm hoping that you're not really fired up um, and you want to get involved in efforts in your own community. Um, and so I want to tell you just a little bit about why I think it is that we as emergency medicine have an important skill set to bring to this kind of work. First of all, we have perspective. We see in the emergency department the patients that nobody else sees. We see people that are uninsured. We see patients dealing with mental illness, with substance abuse. We see where society is failing and where our healthcare system is failing. So we have an important perspective to give to making a more just healthcare model and to improving the health of the entire nation. 
Next, we have an important clinical skill set. I mean, think about it. We take care of anyone and everyone. We're not afraid of anything. We have the skills to take care of anybody who walks in the door. And we also have an innate triage ability. Um, we know how to use people and resources and, and how to get things done. Next, we have relationships. Think about it. We call consults all the time, right? Like We know everyone in the hospital. Um, and so that means that we have access to a vast array of people and resources to get things done for patients. Um, and I think the emergency department, I've come to see as a tool for doing the right thing. The emergency department can be a tool for social justice. Let me give you an example. I had a patient at Puentes not long ago who came in with a big neck mass. And it was very obvious that it was thyroid cancer or some kind of ENT cancer. But in my state, if you're undocumented and uninsured, you can't get emergency medical assistance to help cover cancer care if you don't have a tissue diagnosis. But you can't make an appointment to get a biopsy and a tissue diagnosis if you don't have insurance, right? So one of my mentors said, this isn't a problem, called up some of the people that he knew in interventional radiology and pathology, and we made a plan. The patient came to the emergency department on a set day, and IR came down and did a fine needle aspiration in the emergency department. And Pathology came down with a little microscope on wheels, and they actually looked at the sample in the ER and gave us a tissue diagnosis so that we could fill out the paperwork necessary right then and there for this patient to get started on the cancer care she needed to save her life. And so I think we, as, the emergency, as emergency medicine, we have access to a huge amount of tools and resources to do good by individuals and communities. So now you're really fired up. Right? <laughs> you're going to go home and you're going to get involved in some of the work going on in your community. Um, so I'm going to give you, um, if it'll work, oh, there we go. I'm going to give you um, a toolkit for advocacy, some of the things that I've learned doing this work over the last 10 years. Um, first is that you don't need to start something new. I'm sure wherever it is that you live and work, there's great things going on in the community. There's efforts. So you don't need to start something new. Seek out what's going on and get involved. Next, don't assume that you know what communities need. Ask them. Make relationships with people in the community and get to know the community. Next, remember that you have access to such a vast array of power and privilege as a physician that you can bring amazing amount of resources and legitimacy to efforts and organizations in your community that are doing good work. As far as thinking about projects, start small and think big. It's much better to do a really good job with a small project and then expand it than to promise something that you can't deliver on. Finally, um, don't follow funding, but follow need. Find out what's needed to be done, do the work, and look for funding later. I think as academics, one of the things that we can do that's really not helpful to communities is just show up and do work when there's money for it and then leave when that money dries up. So make a commitment, show up, and do the work that needs to be done. If you're a leader, a program director, or a department chair, recognize service work as an important academic contribution by your colleagues. Treat it as if it's as valuable as research and teaching that also counts for our work. As far as um, fitting this into your life, I know we all feel busy, but schedule it. This work is important, and we can't just show up when it's convenient. You need to make a commitment, 
Put it in your calendar like something that you do, like you would do for a shift. Um, but show up and be part of making a difference for the communities that are facing such terrible issues of access and inequity in our society. And whether that's, if it's the undocumented, awesome, come check us out at Puentes. Better yet, um, check out Doctors for Camp Closure, which is hosting a march in DC next month for undocumented health rights. Um, but whether it's the undocumented, the homeless, the hungry, the abused, other vulnerable and socioeconomically marginalized communities, there's the same issues of lack of access and poverty in so many communities across the country. So show up, get involved, bring your power to bear for communities in need, and be part of the solution. We need you. Thank you for your time.